I'm starting off this time, Ray. I hope it's okay because you know how I never know what's really going on. I just record. <laughs> but uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I'm sure you did. Since you're the chef that you are, I'm sure it was just fantastic. Oh, gosh. Well, I definitely played the male role. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I sat there thinking, geez, you're just like the masculine one here. Because my sisters, my sisters are the, you know, do this, do that. We're doing this and we're eating that. Which is good because I really don't want to have that part. But they needed stuff from the grocery store, of course. So I'm sent off. And I'm wandering around, and I'm FaceTiming to make sure I'm getting all the correct things. I get home, of course, they didn't get all the things that they wanted. So I'm sent back like three times, you know. And each time I'm sent back, I'm actually thrilled because, you know, it's time away from everyone. And I do believe that I just like slid right on into that masculine role because I was in no hurry. Which I know this is what most men do. I'm in no hurry. I'm just kind of looking around. Maybe I'm going to buy a drink, you know. Maybe I'm going to just look around, like take a drive, a little just short drive for a minute before I go back. And then when I get back, I silently just wander on in to the living room and find a little corner, sort of slouch down in the seat and be really quiet as I watch the World Cup. Okay, and I just sat there thinking, oh, my gosh, you've become the guy of the family. And I was just waiting patiently to be told what to do next. You know, I'm not going to assume that I know what needs to be done. That would just be silliness. Just going to wait, let someone tell me what needs to be done. Then hopefully it has to do with me leaving the space. (laughs) I'm always thinking, maybe I can get lucky and they need me to leave again. Maybe. What I should have done, which I'm sure many men do, I should have forgotten something on that third time out. If I would have forgotten something, I could have gone four times. Well, you know, I have an honorary, um, what is it called? An honorary, uh, spot as, as like the, the guy when it comes to holidays. Oh, I'm so much, you know, I don't want to shop. I don't want to. I'll give gifts, but I don't like it that I'm being told it's time to give a gift. That sounds so much like my dad. He would always say, I'm not celebrating Christmas. No one needs to tell me when I'm going to celebrate and give to people. Well, now I feel like that. I'm like, really? Now you're telling me that I need to go spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on people that don't even have gratitude. It doesn't matter. Okay, fine. So anyway, over Thanksgiving, I was out in Idaho for my grandma's funeral, plus we had Thanksgiving. And, you know, my grandma, oh, she's, she's 98 years old, that poor woman. She overcame cancer four times. And I would say to her often, Grandma, I'm praying for you. And she would turn around. She's all of like, you know, four foot tall. She'd flip around and she'd say, stop praying for me. You're holding me up. And she would be so serious. So I did finally stop praying for her to stay because it's not what she wanted. Plus, you know, she... She kept overcoming cancer. <laughs> and she would say to me, oh, my gosh, nothing can take me out. She goes, I just want to move on, you know, because her, her, she has a child. One of her children had moved on and passed away years ago. And then her husband is gone. And then I think she has like six, six I don't know, siblings. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've all moved on. So, you know, it's just. 
time. It's time. 98 years is a long time, especially when you don't feel well and, you know, I, I get it. Now that I'm at my years of, you know, I'm just going to turn 34 next week, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and now that I've gotten into my 30s, I totally get it. You know, sometimes maybe enough is enough, man. Okay, so as I'm there, I was asked to speak for the funeral. Now, you know, that is that is in my lane, so that was a good place to put me. But as I was up there speaking, and I'm looking over now, <clears throat> my grandma, she had her children, so she had her children, her grandchildren, her great-great-grandchildren, her great-great-great-grandchildren, and her great-great-great-great-grandchildren. Come on now. I mean, this, there's so many people, so many people. So as I'm speaking and I'm up there, you know, doing my thing in the LDS church, and you know I'm not going to change the length of my dress. You know I'm not. And I'm wearing my um, my black, my black, it, it's kind of like a race car type uh, jacket with my baby doll dress and my black army boots, you know, <clears throat> totally not what you usually wear to an LDS church. <laughs> anyway. I'm up there speaking, and I'm talking about how I'm so grateful that my grandma, that this is not a sad moment for me, and I, I hope it's not a sad moment for many, because this is what grandma wanted. This is uh, her getting to go move on and, and be healthy and be happy, you know, and I'm just grateful for her humor and that uh, I talked about how she would want to play yacht. Yogi, Yogi. And you know, Ray, I, I can't count. And that's a whole dice or die, whatever game. You got to roll them around and then hurry, hurry and count. And one time she wanted me to play with her and she just got so frustrated. She just grabbed the dice from me and started playing the game herself with herself. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't add fast enough. But anyway, so, but as I looked down over everyone, I saw these eyes of majority of individuals who are so lost and unhappy in life. And as I stood there, and then I spoke to several of my cousins afterwards, and as I would speak, you could just feel, you know, them just seeping. They were like a sponge, just seeping up any inspiration they could get. And, of course, I told them the story because my, my dad... Again, of course, but many people from my mom's side of the family, in my opinion, never could really see the greatness of my father. So I was talking to two of my cousins, and they were telling me how they did see the greatness of my dad. And, of course, I told them the story of, you know, being in the classroom and, you know, not being able to read or write, and how my dad just encouraged me, this third-world country girl, brown-skinned, couldn't read or write, you know, appeared to be slow, maybe dumb and stupid, I don't know, but that he was so brilliant in raising children to have enough confidence for 30 people because his focus was always on what I could do, what I could become, what I could problem solve, you know. But as I'm talking to them and watching them just like sponges, and, and these individuals I'm talking to, they're extremely successful. 
and they're coming from Harvard and Yale and Princeton. And I'm not saying that that makes you successful coming to from those Ivy Leagues. What I am saying is I'm not standing there talking to people that don't know left, right, up, or down. So as I see them seeping this in, and when I said to them, it's really interesting. There is a process to life. Life is not just something we live. It's not something that just changes and becomes better because you're in any religion. And it's not something that just uh, thrives because you've prayed. You know, they're very religious. It is absolutely in order for religion to really work for you, and I'm not going to get into religion or not religion, but in order for religion or your personal life or professional life, in order for these things to thrive, it starts with you. And it absolutely starts with perception. Perception is absolutely everything. And if the first part of perception, which it appears on my mom's side, the perception typically is what I'm not getting, who's doing what to me, what is unfair, and why I don't want to go do whatever it is you want me to do. So if your perception is of that, then your soul feels like it's in conflict constantly because you're constantly trying to defend yourself. You're constantly trying to put your hand up and put that box around you so that, quote-unquote, no one hurts you. Instead of, if perception was, wow, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Look what I'm being gifted. Look at the, that I'm in a situation where I can use my communication skills. Look, I have opportunity to inspire people to maybe consider my point of view. Point of view, perception is everything. And I really hope that this side of the family finds a way to alter their perception. Anyway, okay, Ray, I'm done rambling. I love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay, talk to you soon. Dare to be better with Ray and Sid. Okay, bye. And what a magnificent job you did leading off. I'm not patronizing you. You are a natural leader. <laughs> Sydney will take the bull by the horns, if necessary, when necessary, and get things done. I mean, I think half the reason that you espouse those male traits at Thanksgiving time is because you have to be, you know, dad to two girls in addition to mom of two girls. And that's not fair, but, you know, life isn't fair. And you roll with those punches. You do a great job. You don't need me to tell you that, but uh, you do. You're fantastic. As a parent, as a partner in crime for me, and uh, I'm sure you did one hell of a job, you know, being a, uh, you stayed out of the way. You stayed out of the kitchen. You did those people a favor. I just dropped something. I'm driving and I heard something go flying. I don't know what that was. As long as it doesn't wind up under uh, a gas pedal or a brake, that would be the worst. Something lodged under an important pedal. But um, I'm very sorry to hear about Grandma. I'm glad you got to uh, pay your pay your respects in Idaho. And uh, my God, 98 man, what a run! I mean, I'm planning to exceed 100. You know, like by by a good number of years, that's my plan. But 98, that's a pretty good run. That's a hell of a run. And she sounded like she still had all her sarcastic wit about her. That's what you and I are going to be. 
at that age. <laughs> Sitting at a microphone, not remembering why we're staring at each other. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I can wait, but that's going to be fantastic. Anyway, I'm driving home. I thought I'd check in with you. Um, yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving was fantastic for us. Thursday, I was home. And I did not do the cooking on Thanksgiving Day. Normally, you know, I prepare most of the meals. The lion's share of the meals is, is because I'm a hell of a cook. And listen, I can't, I can't feign modesty because that's also a sin. You know, false modesty. And all you're really doing is you're just, you know, begging for a compliment. Oh, no, you're a great cook. What are you talking about? You look great in those jeans. No, I, you know, listen, I can cook. But uh, Rose did all the cooking for Thanksgiving. Now for Christmas Eve, that's when Ray Ray shines. That's my absolute creme de la creme meal. You know, a seven kind of fish and then some. You know, that's an old Italian Catholic tradition on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve being much, much more important than Christmas Day. You know, Christmas Eve, of course, as you know, as a Christian yourself I'm not sure how uh, the LDS church handles Christmas season but uh, in the Roman Catholic faith especially in an Italian parish in New York City in Brooklyn of all places you know we go to midnight mass after stuffing our faces with uh, every kind of seafood possible now there is shellfish on the table which uh, I guess is problematic because in the Bible we're not supposed to eat shellfish, but we're not supposed to do a lot of things that we do. So, but um, anyway, Christmas Eve. I'll tell you more about Christmas Eve as uh, that approaches. But for Thanksgiving Day, I also, like you, stayed out of the kitchen, stayed out of the way, ran to the store a couple of times, and uh, I can't say that I purposely forgot anything because that drives me crazy. But I understand wanting to get out of the house three or four times. So. That's completely valid, and I get that. But uh, I don't really know. I don't remember a lot about Thanksgiving Day. I do know that the next day we traveled. We drove to West Virginia. My sister-in-law flew in, and uh, she was with us for Thanksgiving Day. And then we all drove to West Virginia, where my in-laws live, where my brother-in-law lives. And, uh, you know, that was nice because we had three drivers, you know. Nobody gets super tired. It's like an 11-hour drive with all the stops and everything. And, you know, we're at the uh, point in our life where it's like, does anybody have to pee? Yes. No matter what, no matter, you could have stopped 15 minutes before, but it's like, oh, there's a pee stop? Yeah, I'm going to go again. (sighs) 52-year-old bladder. But that's okay. It just, you know, reminds me that everything works. This is way too much info for you people. I'm sorry. Um... But with all the water and coffee that I go through, again, I don't know why I'm even... I'm not going to cut this either. You know that. This is That's the rule. We can't edit anything out. It has to stay. That was the agreement that Sid and I made. No matter how far off a show goes off the rails, we keep everything. Let's have the fun. And I got this jackass beeping at me. you believe this? Yeah, I guess he wants me to die. I'm leaving all this in. Maybe if I put the phone down and beat this guy's ass. I wish I could, believe me. (laughs) 
You know, the other thing is, with that, nobody wins. Especially not me. If the guy pulls out a gun, I'm in trouble. If I beat the guy's ass, I'm in trouble. So you just can't win. Hey, jerk off. Yeah, you just go ahead and drive. Oh boy. This is one for the books, isn't it? Completely unplanned. That's what happens when you drive in New Jersey. People are absolute assholes. Okay, now I've got the NSFW tag on this show. But that's what they are. Anyhow, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, Thanksgiving Day. Giving thanks. <laughs> Being grateful for things. That guy should be grateful. He just missed the beating. Um, who knows? Who knows what, the, what that guy's going through. Maybe he has problems and I just don't realize it. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't recognize your strife, your mental illness. You're a jerk-off. Anyway. Um, so what happens. Hey, I chose to stay here. You know, for my daughter's sake, for school. Schools up here are fantastic. I'm thankful for that. And, uh, you know, dad would be better. I mean, the entire show is predicated on giving thanks, right? Being grateful for what we have. And basically expressing that to the world. Conveying that to all of our listeners. You say it all the time, right? Life, God, and the universe gives you things. It's your duty to sort them out. And be grateful for those opportunities. Right? There was a life lesson right there for me. A teachable moment. And I, I think I passed. I didn't even flip that guy off. I just let him pass. Waved to him. Smiled. And uh, I was trying to merge into a very busy intersection from the left. And nobody was letting me in. And yet this guy's beeping. So I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to see me die. I don't know. Just to watch me die. Get my Johnny Cash on. Uh, this is completely off the rails now but um, again once again I'm sorry to hear about grandma I it sounds like you have great memories of uh, grandma and did you say did you say she had great great grandkids my god well I guess at 98 you do have five generations right it's a lot of people I mean I don't even have grandchildren I've got one daughter I can't imagine grandchildren and great grandchildren and great great grandchildren that's amazing I will I plan to live long enough to see all that stuff and see not jumping out of my car and engaging somebody is the first step in that process living to be double my age you know I mean you know I might live if I beat somebody's ass but I also might do something terrible you know you hit a guy once he hits his head in the pavement gets hit by another car life in prison I don't want to spend 52 more years in prison <laughs> anyway why is that guy getting to me I gotta shake him that's alright I'm over it I was just that was just really commentary but uh, look at that nine minutes I'm almost done just jumping around at random but uh, hey that's what you people wanted you signed up for this and you're staying. The downloads show it, and I really appreciate that. And I know Sydney does. But uh, definitely visit our website, daretobebettershow.com. We have all our episodes there, all our digital diaries there. We have merch, we've got some cool, sh- we got everything there. We got photos, we got all kinds of media. And uh, 
just a fun place to be. Doesn't cost you anything to just check out the site. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube. We promise to be uploading there soon. Ray and Sid show on YouTube. We haven't been canceled yet. We're working hard at it, but uh, that's all I got. Anyway, I hope you guys all had a Thanksgiving weekend. You all had a Thanksgiving weekend, a blessed Thanksgiving weekend. That's like half a day. <laughs> Sydney, miss you. Love you, kid. Um, that's all I got. Thanks for leading us off. And uh, for the rest of you, I'll check in with you next week.